our guest for today's episode here in Thriving in Construction, the podcast, has a bachelor's degree in emergency medical services and, at the same time, is a paramedic. It may come to you as a surprise, especially since he is currently the project superintendent at Lunacon Construction Group. One might ask, what's a paramedic doing out there in the construction field? Without further ado, let me introduce you to our guest, Mr. David Berthold. David. What's going on? <laughs> David, thank you so much for being here. I welcome to Thriving in Construction, the podcast. Awesome. No, the pleasure is all mine. I, I've seen the podcast, so I am aware of the celebrities that you have uh, <laughs> here in the house. Yes, yes. I, I, I really like it when Miss Guri was here. I love that interview. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen her a couple of times, and but never, never talked to her. But she's really one of the, the keys in the in the construction. You have a lot of uh, talent. And so are you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. David, can you tell our audience a little bit about you? How you got into this journey? And and I love having the opportunity to interview you because you know many people do not understand what it is construction about. People have a, a perception what they see, but they really don't know what happens inside a building or a bridge when you're designing it or when you're in the construction process and some people create a, a belief or an idea that you have to have you know, it must be very difficult and while it's not easy but what does it take for a person to participate in this industry and I want your experience because you you have a very interesting journey on how you got into construction so if you could tell our audience more about you who you are and your, the personal level and how you got to this <clears throat> industry I would love to give that framework Awesome, awesome. So I'm going to say it was a, a simple uh, path. I, my name is David Retard. I'm a superintendent with Lunacon Construction. And I think that my journey, even though I didn't know about, uh, it started very early. My, my childhood was a lot of craft. You know, I used to build my own toys. I, there was a lot of modeling involving clay. At some point, got to more like a wood and, and a sculpture type of thing. So I was, I, I think that I was target more uh, like a, in, towards the art. So I started architecture back in back in Cuba. Then I, I came over here and it was really the only job available for me. I was like about 20 and I started construction. Did you speak English back then? No, no, not at all. Of course not. No, so I, that was another journey. But, but uh, yes, it's, it's, I'm going to say that construction is a, it's a lifesaver. It has changed my life completely. Is it easy? No, it's really hard. But, but we go through the, the challenges and that stays in your toolbox. And then you get to use it la later down the road. And so every experience, every challenge is something that you absorb very well. Very well. When it comes that time around, you know exactly what to expect. So it's, it's, so it's a lot of... You get construction gives you the first opportunity when you come from Cuba. Yes. And what was your first job? It was an, as an electrician, as a helper, obviously. As a laborer. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's a labor, yeah. Yeah, and, and so I had to do... carrying pipes and stuff like that. Yeah, whatever it will come. Yeah, it wasn't funny. Like, I, I always picture, you know, I, there's going to be a time where I'm going to get out of here and do like a, you know, like bank-related work. You know, that was my... Um, you know, I, I really want to get out of this sun. But yeah, I, I started at the very bottom of the food chain. And then, then little by little, I, I'm going to say opportunities started to, to fall. But, but since the early age, I was able to, to be 
more like a backbone, so more like a, you know, like I started taking charges of stuff and that, that helped. I think that that was the key. I started taking a lot of charges and making decisions on my own, even if they didn't ask me or, or pay me for that. You know, I was there to, to accommodate the team and, and just guide them in a way. So what you're all. saying is your role was X, but if you saw that there was an issue, uh, an opportunity to, to solve a problem, to add value, even though that was not your role and maybe it was someone else's, you you became a leader. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And assume and responsibility. Was, yeah, absolutely. All the time. I always take full responsibility of, of all my actions. So, so and they, they saw that on me. And little by little, I was... I would get to a stage that I was managing, you know, three, four guys, you know, and I was, I was, it got to a point where I was only doing that and directly, even though I wasn't, you know, maybe I wasn't qualified for it, but I was able, and sometimes you don't need so much qualification. You'll need a little bit of common sense and a little bit of people skills and you'll get through any task. We could go to any, it doesn't have to be constructed. And attitude, right? Absolutely. 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 It's something funny. You have to, in, in you know, th this is the way I say it. You have to touch their heart. You have to make friendship with them. Even if we, whether you like them, whether you're not, they have to believe that you are the friend, not the enemy. If you're the enemy, you get zero result. I stumble over that too, but I, I learned. And then over the years, I, I think that's the, that, that's is key is, is to, to try to approach in a, in a friendly way. Lead with heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. So one thing I don't want to forget is uh -huh. I have an understanding that you were a firefighter. Yes. Yes. So trying to get out in my urge to get out of construction. Out of construction. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that uh, I always been an action type of guy. So I, I think that the next role was to see what no one can want, wants to see, you know, to be where the help is needed. And that drove me towards a, a career as a fire. I think it's more a story of a failure, if you want to put it like that. I learned a lot of things. I learned a lot of things and I have a, I had a lot of qualifications on that. I became a paramedic, a, a firefighter. I went into, uh, I did some uh, investigation, fire investigation. I love, I, I love it every second. Then uh, kind of the life took me through nursing as well. Really? Yes, yes, yes. All to do, get out of construction. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I'm, I'm going to say no, 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 no. There, there was there was some heart on it. I was really good at it. I, I even I was awarded as best overall on the Fire Academy. I mean, I was doing a tremendous work. I was putting in a lot of hours and I was learning fast. And for some reason, it, it felt to me as second nature. It's something like if, if you believe in, in, in past life, I think I was already it. Yeah, because everything came so easy. You know, I'm really good with my hands and nuts and, you know, plumbing. And there's a lot of plumbing on, on firefighting. And you have to use a lot of common sense. So that attracted me to there. And the sense of urgency, this, the, the love that you are the person who that someone is going to call on their worst day. I think that's that's something, you know, I could fix your problem, whatever it is, so. It gives you a, a sense of purpose and meaning to absolutely, be able to serve someone yes. at that level. It, it was a level of, of the community that at that moment I wasn't really involved into, into any type of, help. I wasn't really helping anybody, but, but this gave me the sense of, of, of helping a community in need when they need it. You see, it was something that was really, solid you have a problem i'll fix so and every day i tell you every day was a blast i don't think i could describe better than that every day was a blast. why did you leave 
that world? I don't know. I don't know. And I was talking to Yvette uh, backstage and I don't have an explanation. I think an easy route will be it wasn't for me. And we got on a day. <laughs> so, but no, there was more, there was more to it for that. I, I have, after I have all those qualifications, then really, uh, that's why I say, he, I don't, I don't think it was for me. The, the, the sense of, of the lack of creation, the sense of, of the energy involved. I mean, who wants to say really a hanging? Who, who wants to see it? Who will be attracted to see it? You know, the 12 year old girl who found the body. Oh, who okay. wants to see that? You know, oh, who oh. wants to interact with the little girl? Who wants to interact with the, the mother that just lost her husband? So, and, and because you saw people that, yes, that got to yes. kill themselves. Unfortunately, yes. And, you know, some image, yeah, some images stay with you. So, you know, why, why do I have to go through that? I, I don't think it was really. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. It's, I think um, like my subconscious mind pushed me away without me knowing. And I struggle a lot, you know. I said, "Why? why? You know, uh, why is it so hard?" Yeah, it was getting to you. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And, and that is to show respect to the the firemen that are or and women that that nobody knows what they, what they do. What they have to see on the daily basis. Every time that bell rings, you know, they go out to put their lives at risk just because of you. You know, they go through fire. They go through whatever they need to get in order to, to save you, to bring you to a safe place where you should be. So there's, yes, there's a lot of courage on that. Yeah. I have a lot of friends on, on the industry right now, and, you know, they, they do good. It's yeah. very exciting, yeah. I can say enough. No, that you have to have a, a certain type of heart to, yes. and passion to be. But, you know, what, what you do for our company, for, for me specifically, <laughs> And everyone in, in, in Lunacon is, is I, I, you know, in a way, it's that commendable. It's, yeah. Because, absolutely. you know, the service to the client, the, the challenges that we have to overcome, that we don't know they're, they're coming. You know, a lot of times you go, yeah. you step onto a job site and you don't know what's going to happen. You know, there's been I, a lot of, the, a lot yeah. of uh, days like that where we, we don't know what, we, what is going to come out of it. You know, we hope for the best. But we have to be prepared for the worst. So tell me about what has been in your journey in the last eight years in, in, in this industry as you have been growing and what has been the, the biggest impact that you can say this industry has done for you? How has construction help transform who you are? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, it's been a great journey. And I believe that what it does is maybe is part of my attitude that I, I'm, I'm willing to take it. But every time it has been raising that bar. So every time we go to a job, so we're being asked for more. And that brings you a level that, you know, you see, we, I didn't have it yesterday. You know, it's, it's that extreme where, I mean, it counsels opportunities where you have to move forward or they're going to pull you. You know, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's really not even an option, but it's, it's part of the attitude too. You know, if you have the attitude to grow, then the, the industry will make you, will make you grow. And it's stepping on, on the unknown, going always over that, uh, that curve, you see, it's, it's, it's key. David, uh, when I see you, the, as much as I, I, one of the things I, I can say about you is that you have always been very conscious of your health, your, you know, nutrition and uh, your physical, uh, you always 
for a prioritize your your health as, as far as what you eat, exercising. Absolutely, yes. And how do you manage to do that? Because wh- why why I bring that about is that many times, because in construction, in the field, you start early. And a lot of times people don't, and you're married and you have kids, you know, you, you, you also have studies and you try to grow. So you, not that you you only do this. Absolutely, yes. Well, how yes, do you yes. manage to prioritize health? In that level, because I see a lot of people that that they they don't find a way on how to do it. And if there's someone listening to us, how that I want to ask you two things. One, how is it? What are the habits that you have that get you to be able to do this and the commitment? And what has it done for you as it relates to your day-to-day work? Um, so I, I think that's a very good question because a lot of people don't use it, but it's 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 more about a daily routine. It's something yeah you do. You know that out of your day, 30 minutes are gonna be on on the treadmill. Let's say you're gonna run for 15. Just just you don't have to kill yourself, but make sure you every single day, every 24 hours, you get that exercise going. And you, I mean it's it's all related to time management. Yes, you have to do your task, but that exercise is gonna help you do the task. So I, you know, I, I follow a lot of, there's a lot of information on that. And in time management is, is always been a big deal for a procrastinator like me. So I, you know, there are a few, I, I, I listen a lot to uh, Robin Sharma. He's, he's great on this. I, I follow him on the uh, 5, 5 a.m. team. 5 a.m. club. 5 a.m. club. You read the book? Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> and then um, I, I try to follow. I have modified a little bit. I always exaggerate. He used 20 minutes. Are you having it? So I, I do exercise. I wake up really early. And whether it's 5, you know, 5 or 4.30, uh, I wander around those those uh, moments. And then the moment, the, the moment that you are up, you are a winner. I mean, you have not only 5 with bed. You know, you are able to be awake when everybody's asleep. Yeah. So I mean, you, you right now you're gaining, right? Yeah. So then I then I I do the you know this type of exercise. Then I do a little bit of running. Then I meditate, and then I try to read. Sometimes I don't get to do this, but sometimes I try to read something interesting. You know, architecture is always a, a good a good topic for me that that I could, I could fit. But you know, whatever you like, you know, you could you could read on it. And then you move on with your day. But those activities are already checked on your list. The, the rest of the morning is just... It's a piece of cake. It's a piece of cake. You're winning already. So, I mean, it's all a lot of your mental state. Get those things that you know you have to do. You know you have to do. Get it out of the way early. And then the day, if something comes, there's always things are, no, are going to come up. Because what, you, what you're saying is you're working on your body, on the energy that you're creating. And you're putting yourself at, at that peak state, physically right. speaking. You're also working on your mind and you're working on your emotional state and what is the focus of your day. Correct. Because you're doing meditation. A lot of people say, oh, I can't meditate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, have you heard that? Oh, I oh all the time, all the time. Oh, but I there's can't. a lot. I mean, people. I can't a lot, stop thinking. Yes. A lot of people don't know what meditating is. You know, the, you know they have uh, different ideas of what is it. But there's a lot of resources out there that they can use and they, they, they can see the true, the true idea behind meditation. And it's just amazing. You could accomplish pretty much anything you want if if you just guide yourself on, on you know, among those lines. So it's a, it's a, for me, it's a, it's a celebration that you're telling me that you're, you've, uh, when did you embrace uh, meditation as your daily routine? Like when in, in, how in time? Ago? How long ago? So, uh, so 
my father was uh, responsible for this. My father taught me visualization, I don't know, maybe 20 some years ago. So he, he was big, even we never call it what we were doing, but it, it was some sort of visualization, you know, it was a, it was a more like a calm, he could he could, as crazy as it sounds, he could travel. <laughs> he could travel and and on on this lands and, and I mean there's a there's so much about meditation. But yes, I I think I've been always involved. Then I found a a good friend of mine, Luis Rodriguez, and he was kind of my mentor towards this. He he believes a lot of metaphysics and. And things like that. Even though we have different perspective of of things, and he she's more like a how do they call that? Like a love attraction police, you know, <laughs> those guys that are always trying to see where you at. And oh, but that's not you. You, know, you shouldn't say that. You shouldn't say that. You know. So he's <laughs> one of those guys. So I have a lot of help. And then I I, I did mo- a lot of work on my own. You know, I've listened to a lot of and and read some about it. And the most important thing is to do it every day. Yeah. Routines are key for for anything. Yeah. I I totally agree with with your discipline, right? Oh, yeah. And a lot of times, but, and and you said something really, really neat. Not not three hours, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be a lot. It it goes a long way. It's something that I have to prove myself. You don't have to go and do 45 minutes, an hour, two hours of exercise. You do 30 every 24 hours and your body will change i mean i'm not physically impressed i'm not a bodybuilder in any shape or way i, I would like to but it's 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 something it's it's a maintenance to your yeah. body for god's sakes i mean we, we we should be hunting and gathering you know that's that's what we should be doing and we're not we don't we're far we don't from have doing to that do it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to but we should we don't have to do that we're supposed to so we're supposed as a superintendent what yes. makes an outstanding superintendent in oh, your wow. opinion so it, it, you have to be humble you have to be humble because you're gonna encounter and especially i'm 41 you know and people want to see a superintendent that is 120 years old you know, to have an experience. I am not the guy. I'm not the guy. I'm 121. You know that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Are you planning on living at that? that no, no, no. But I think that with my, with my way of living, I could last for 90. Maybe more. Maybe more. Maybe more. There's, yes, absolutely. There's, there's longevity. <laughs> absolutely. There's a lot of advancement. Yes. Yeah. No, but, but I, you know, when it's time to go, I will go. I have no problem going. So tell yes. me, what is it? An outstanding superintendent. I think you have opinion. a lot of, you, you have to be, you have to be. Humble. You have to be humble because you're gonna you're gonna see masters of their trade, and when when you encounter the, those type of people, you have to absorb. Don't come with the idea that you're gonna teach them something because you have seen it once or twice. They have been doing it. Like you, I saw you had Ed on your show. It that is a guy. The moment that he walks into my job site, I know that he's that type of master. They have been doing roofing for 50 years at company yes i i can say i can tell me hey, you don't do that like that you know you have to learn yes you have to stand on your grounds because sometimes you know they they want to step over the rails you know but but i think that you have to be open and humble in the sense that anybody could teach you and you have to take whatever you can that's free it's, it's, it's free knowledge that you're getting. So I, I open my ears a lot when I see a master of the trade um, like them and, and all of them. Uh, if you one of the uh, inspectors, they have multiple ones. But John Nocella, John Nocella is, is, is someone that you should have to shut up and listen, you know. 
they have been, he has stories of, of him 14 years old, and he's like probably 60, 70, 14 years old on top of the roof, making it, you know, building it. How was the, his experience day and so? So what you're saying is a superintendent, a general superintendent, Yes. when you have a group of trade partners yes. working with you uh, to make complete a project, whether it's a building or it's yes. a, a horizontal, you want to embrace their knowledge. Absolutely. Listen to them. Don't think that you're the one thing that yeah. knows it all. Yes. And instead, get that advantage of that, take advantage of the knowledge and, and then from there create. Absolutely. Like it's, it's what we're, it's what we are, you know, construction is, is team, it's teamwork. There's nothing. I, I didn't do that building. No, I mean, maybe I, I, I try to, I try to push everybody to, towards a, a, towards a, a deadline. Maybe I drag some of them towards a deadline. But the bottom line is that we, as general, we did it. We all involved in some sort of shape. Not only the the guy that that's it physically, but there's a lot there's a lot to it. So so know your grounds. You have to know a little bit of everything and try to be an expert wherever there's a task coming up ahead and you had no clue, which it has happened millions of times. Document yourself. Use the days previous to that activity to be an expert by the time they get to it. So at least you know. So you are ahead of the game yes you have experts but you also want to pitch in because at the end of the day it's your responsibility you have been listening to thriving in construction the podcast to get our latest updates and avoid missing an episode in the future head over to our website patriciabonilla.com and click the podcast and then please subscribe we want to hear more about you this is patricia bonilla and once again Thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of Thriving in Construction, the podcast. How important is communication in, in the construction? Massive, massive. And it's becoming, it's becoming even more uh, critical with, with the idea of, of emails. And, and sometimes we, we step away from that handshake and whatever I look into your eyes and I tell you that's what's going to happen. And, and that's it. That's a contract now. Nowadays, you know, we, we have to do it in a, in a different way. We have to use a lot of, we have to record a lot of stuff. And there's a lot of uh, paperwork behind doors <clears throat> in order. And, and most of it is to hold people accountable for what they are supposed to how about um how do you go about planning your your day the work how do you take on planning how important do you think it is and how do you go about it so i mean we, we have a lot of tools and, and we have some of them are useless some of them are help you a little bit but you, but you have to know the sequence at least and you have to have plan way ahead of time um i'm gonna say is it's hard to explain because every case is is different the bottom line is that you have to be ready to for X day, that's that's your target, and you always have to have a target, and you have to make sure that everybody is in the same page on reaching that that target. And I think I I, I think I you do a good job on bringing people together as the team that we are, and make them giving that piece of it important. I I it's not me, you see, it's the project. You're not working for me. You you you're working for a a bigger picture for a correct bigger goal. Exactly. Tell me about challenges. Tell me about when you step onto a project, what, which has been the job that you have been on that has been the most <laughs> challenging and why? Oh my God. I mean, there have been a few. There have been some bones there that, that Lunacon has, has been um, <laughs> <Bones>. drawing. <laughs> 
I will have to say there were a lot of it. If, if you ask Emilio, probably he'll say that I lost most of my hair at 759 Schwanford Road. But a, I don't think so. I, I mean, I learned a lot on that project. It was the first project that I have with, with, with you guys. And Guri um, Madude was there involved as well. So I had a great team, Santiago, Tejada. I mean, those, those were people that were there to help. So I, I'm going to have to say Fog Facility. Fog Facility pulled the, the strings to the point that I asked myself, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to be here? You see what I'm saying? Uh, did it, was it, the, uh, was it that moment where you, there's always a project, you know, is this project going to take me down? You know, it, there's always a question. I believe on the superintendent side, there's, there's always that, that, uh, I'm not going to say fear, but that concern, is this the project that I'm not going to be able to do? No, I mean, I got there probably, I was the, the number six superintendent, number five, number six superintendent that on site really that one i think so i no, think there I were many so. there were many yeah i don't think so yeah no i don't think so i don't think so i was i was i was a uh, it was a little there were multiple so, project managers oh okay, okay but then multiple superintendents as well i don't remember but but so you're saying so the challenge was that you were not at the beginning it was a challenge that you were not at the beginning or maybe that you had not gone through an experience like that and or no. a combination no 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 i i think that the moment i got there you know it, it was difficult relationship with the client I, I think that the client was making it was making it bad it was it was an a, a every day it was some sort of challenge yes it, let's, it not, like we're, let's uh, not name the client <laughs> no we're not gonna say anything but um but but it was challenging it, it was just challenging it, and then i i think i figured that i was there late i saw it coming when i saw luna had problems it, it was kind of a low attraction working against me because i you know at some point i said uh, i'm gonna land there somehow <laughs> but you know what it's funny because that client can turn out to give us a really good uh recommendation absolutely and, and, and i mean was, we, it, it, we made it we made it yeah. happen it was a, it was a celebration they love it the outcome it, the struggle was to get it to that to that to that and and you space. know what a lot of times in retrospect that's, that was a while ago yes um There's a that <laughs> project has a, had a lot of changes yes. that were not oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah we're not gonna right, name right. or anything but no, a lot of times no. that creates animosity and oh, until yes. you go through that you know, the earlier we can talk about these things and not see them as a failure of one person or, or mm -hmm, another. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you bring about these changes, one person tends to think that there's going to be a, a blame and someone is yes. going to pay the price. And somebody's paying the price. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's what it is. When you say the client, I know we, to me, the team makes a perfect job. But the team is the client. It's the designer of record it's the general contractor and are the subcontractors too some subcontractors or trade partners i must say have more weight than others depending Absolutely. on yes, on the yes. complexity of the job mm -hmm. not everyone impacts the schedule the same way right there's Correct. there's scopes of work that are more impactful because of of what they cover how important is the client to the success of a project i think it's everything and and then we we picked up a lot of of that, I'm gonna say hey. I'm, I'm gonna say a little bit of, of bad bye. You see, because it was more we were we we felt like we were the target. 
And I, I know for a fact that it took a lot of it, it took a lot of people out from that team. And it was because of that, because of the owner. He, he wasn't he, he wasn't really happy, I'm going to say. But it was uh, what matters is that it, it pushed me through that point. And that's a moment. That's one of the moments where I realized, hold on, I this is getting to me. And I'm taking this everywhere I go. It's, it's time to do some exercise. And that triggered me going back to the gym, which I have been off for, for a while. But it helped me out a lot on that. And... And it took me to that point, you know, whether, whether I want to continue or not. It, it's always, it's a good thing to be in that stage. You know, you see your, you, you see how far can you get. You see, well, I'm going to back down or of something that, you know, it could be. It got tough and now yeah, I'm Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, but I, I'm not a quitter. I'm not a quitter. I seen, I can recall there was uh, Will Smith. There's a, there's a video out there and he said something important. He said, because it, it relates to me a lot. He said. We both get on a treadmill and two things are going to happen. You're going to get off before me or I'm going to die. And I always use that, you know, because I'm, I'm going to push it. I'm going to push it. I'm not going to quit. And then someone is going to give away before me. So, David, challenges. Yes. You, you've been saying, you have been saying, and I, I got to this challenge or I got to this point where it was, it almost felt overwhelming. And I asked myself, is this a job that is going to take me down? Or mm, is this yes. is this really for me? Is this industry right. for me? And you ask those questions. And, and before we, we started, we you know, we off camera, we were talking <laughs> about a different topic. And I'm, I'm very grateful that we can have open conversations, absolutely, you know, and, and we've, you've been with us for a for a long time. Mm -hmm. And um, we're very proud of you. Thank and you, very thank grateful you, for you, you to be part of our, uh, of our Lunacon family. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's been a pleasure. A pleasure all and, this time. And I, and I am convinced, mm -hmm. you know, actually, when you're a business owner, there are times where you say, is this for me? I know, I know. You know, and you've been with me, you know, well, that we've gone through the challenges and, and you work hard and you mm -hmm. give your all and still you don't have the outcome that you, you want. You don't have the results. And obviously there's, we can talk about this forever. There's, yes. there's many, many reasons why this happened. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I am convinced that for me, there was not an option to quit because I'm not a quitter either. Right. You know, I don't quit. And for me, what I can tell you in retrospect, after 15 years in business, mm -hmm. I really compare having a business with having kids. Mm -hmm. Not the same, obviously, but you don't, when you have kids, you do not know what's the making of these children that, you, that you're having. You know, you deliver them, you're really happy, but you have no idea what what's, the, coming. what's coming. And as time evolves, just like in a project, every day is different. And you do your best, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the outcome is going to be what you want. But And hold on. And a company, not the same, obviously, but when you decide and you commit and you restart, I'm going to do this. Or you have, a, you're in a project and this is going to happen. I'm going to finish on time. I'm going to, this is going to happen, right? You're committed to an outcome and you have a reason why this is going to happen. And that finds, you find strength where you didn't, that you didn't know you had. Correct. So I am convinced that many times it is figuring out what the obstacle is. Mm -hmm. because the obstacle not necessarily is somebody did this and somebody else did that it's what is it that you need to learn as an individual as a soul as a person what is this experience in teaching i believe we attract not that, not necessarily i don't want to say the law of, of attraction but mm -hmm. we attract we are energetically right, right? right. 
And so what is this experience going to teach me? How am, I, how am I going to transform? And many times we spend more time saying, why did this happen to me? Why is this that happening? It's doesn't a mean very unempowering question. Yes, yeah. So in your experience, now in retrospect, because this project that you mentioned, I want to say was six years ago, seven, something like that, seven five years or ago, six, five yes, or six yes. years ago. Yeah. In retrospect, where you are now, can you articulate what do you think this job really gave you as a gift? Because, yes, there is the scar of whatever you went through, you know, the, the long night, mm -hmm, whatever you mm -hmm. needed to learn that you didn't know, the experience that you acquired. But where is the, the, the actual juice of that transformation of your character, which is really what Sometimes we, we cannot put that in the in the balance sheet. Like we cannot say this is an asset. No, no. But right. it's there. <laughs> it's stay. there. It's there. Yeah, it's definitely there. And it's there to stay. Yeah. To where? Forever. 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 And for the good, you know, that you would not change that experience for nothing. Is there something that you can say in retrospect, that time, what did it bring to you? I, I believe that it was the way of my relationship with people even though whether whatever you look like if you look a, a little tougher a little heartless a little careless you still have a heart and i'm i'm out there to you know somehow persuade you so you could work on my team and that was that was that was a challenge and you know putting everybody together there were multiple characters involved and and i think that we did a good job on that at the end of the day i i still could call that owner's rep and he will still answer with a smile you see he'll remember me for something good even the sub we we had we had some challenges uh, with the, with the subs and i the same same thing i could call him right now and he'll smile you know then this guy was if he i think that we we started it was a little rough at the beginning but then and everything and I, I remember I had a book sitting on my desk. I don't know if it was one of one of the the, the books of Napoleon Hills probably. Mm. And what? he saw it. Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill. He he saw it, and he I guess he was a he, he is a big big fan of it. So we started talking. You know, however you can make a relationship work, I I think is is worth because it's worth the project. It's worth yeah. it to towards the outcome. And and that stayed with me. That sense of push, taking myself to the extreme. That's that's what it took. And today's day. I could I could go back to that scenario and and see it with some some sort of happy moments even though you know it wasn't it wasn't it, it was a nasty project <laughs> but it was uh, I don't think there's that yeah the, the environment I mean yeah, the environment yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 yes I I take that and if I want a, a multiple events that that could throw me back to those places where if I was able to make it there this is nothing you see that when you're when you're younger you really have to uh, go back to maybe somebody that you know i used to go back to my my grandfather and you know some struggles that that he um, i assume that he he must have had but now i could relate to my own experience because we, we have we have done some work you've done great you've thank done you, great you. i know you like fishing oh yeah is that your hobby uh, I have multiple. I have multiple hobbies. I, I like the, the ocean in general. So, you know, I, I do like fishing. I, I, I do some scuba diving every once in a while. Water-related sports are my favorite. Some, uh, you know, sailing and, and things like that. I usually do with my son. I mean, you're Cuban. You're in an yes. island. A lot of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we relate to the water a lot. So for I'm you, not the greatest. kind of second nature. I mean, I'm, I'm not that great of a fisherman, but I, I, I like it. I like so it. Yes. I, I mean, I've been an observant in this industry, mm. and I, at the beginning when I joined this industry, 
30 years ago, 33 years ago, I noticed everyone, you know, all these people, they go to hunting or fishing. Mm, yeah. It's like the thing to look do. Look at that, look at and, that. And to connect, you, you spoke about this owner rep or client, you were able to connect with him with a book. With some a book, people yeah. connect with football, some people yes. connect. But I'll tell you, if you want to connect with somebody in construction, nine times out of ten, uh-huh. talk about fishing yeah. and talk about <laughs> hunting because... You're going to connect. Well, I mean, we have a variety of people, you know, and we have, you know, females as well. We all know. So it's it's whatever fits you better, you know, to you, to use it. So they could they could join, join in a relationship where, where you could gain their trust. And then you see, wait, we'll do the same. You know, let's do it one time together. Let's let's have some fun out of, of the. And we, you know, we do that a lot. We do that a lot. And we, we found the common space and then we'll take it from there. I, I think uh, me back in, I've always been a connector, but fishing is not my thing. I it's mean, not, I can do it though. Thing. And I, because I love the ocean. Yeah. It, but how do you connect with other people? I mean, most men, they can talk about fishing and yeah. hunting and they connect. Yeah. But when it's a female, like you were saying, yes, yeah, what yeah. do you think? It's, it's I mean, yeah, well, they're, they're common, obviously, common grounds. You just have to find them. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there is. I, I can't recall. I, <laughs> I mean, maybe exercise, maybe, yeah. I, we could go back. Yeah, just observe the person and find a way to communicate and yeah, connect. Yeah, absolutely. As a superintendent, going mm-hmm. back to the superintendent, mm-hmm. You know, daily reports, what makes a for me, daily reports are key. They yeah. seem to be so second nature, so easy, mm. you know, nothing, there's not a lot of genius into them. However, when we don't do them daily, yeah. like if the name says daily, daily. report, and you reason? go to, <laughs> for a reason and you go to a project and oh you're looking God. and where is the daily report? Uh, hello, <laughs> it's been months that, that it hasn't been oh done. Why is it? I'm I know you that. are. What's, what's but why, going on? why I mean, is it? Know. Why can people... Yeah, uh, something so simple. No, it's just so describe your day. Simple. And the, the, the name is perfect. It's daily. Yeah. You have to do them daily. Yeah. <laughs> the moment you start doing one, for some reason, next thing you know, it's been, you know, two days, three days. And then you, you know, it's, I don't know. I, I think it's something that, you know, is it's all also related to what you must do. The moment you hear this is what you have to do, you see. And we, we spend a lot of time coaching, you see. The subs are not there just to do the work, you know. You have to do, you know, you have to persuade them. You have to make sure they do the right, they, you know, you have to take pictures. You have to... Make sure that you comply with the codes and the plans and, and, and the product is the correct one. So it's a variety of things that you have to spend your day in and you really have to focus. And but yeah, about the dailies, you know, I'm going to tell you it's, a, it's, a, it's something that you have to do daily. Yeah, unfortunately. It's, it's very critical for, for the listeners that are yes, yes. with us. Yeah, you can do a perfect project yes. and, and not be able to prove that you're, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, stuff that happens that is not your fault yes. just because you didn't document and you don't have the daily reports. Many contracts say that you, you lose your rights when you don't have them. Absolutely. So I cannot stress how important daily reports are, even though, like you're saying, it's, yes. it, it should be a routine. It should be a part of your workout. Correct, correct. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things. And I use this a lot. So I, I, I don't use it for daily because I don't have a, a big problem with it. But there are some tasks that you dislike. And whether, whatever it is, you know, so sometimes you really, there's one task. So, so that's what I get to the office and, and that's what I think of. So what is going to be the biggest pain? And that's what I'm going to do. 
that's what I'm going to do today. Because sometimes you, you start dragging and, you know, days goes by and then becomes months and it becomes years and years. So do that thing that you hate the most first and you'll be all right. The first thing in the morning. Yes, yeah. What's going to suck today? That's what I So David, thank you so much for being here. Oh, no, no, no. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for sharing. I had a blast. And uh, did you have fun? Oh, yeah, absolutely. With the, both of the podcasts, the one before. <laughs> the one before and the one now. Well, thank you so much for being here, and we will continue this journey. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Thriving in Construction, the podcast with Patricia Bonilla. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. If you have any suggestions or any related topics you would like us to tackle in our future episodes, feel free to reach Patricia by sending her a message through the website, anchor.fm slash thrivinginconstruction, or find her on LinkedIn. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week here in Thriving in Construction the podcast.